0: Just to give him a little taste. Just a little taste. Just a little Georgia. taste. Georgia. Just a little
1: taste. Do you edit that in or do they actually hear from
0: there? I edit it. They don't date, no. <laughs> but still, we oh, would Georgia. not Nah, I was uh-uh. like, I don't make this. Uh-uh, I'm, I'm not Georgia. that good. <laughs> that <shit>. uh-huh. one. <sighs> if you haven't already guessed. <laughs> We're doing a... We're doing a Blastic today. we doing a real Blastic today. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's so funny watching this movie now that I'm older. It's such a fucking hilarious movie, though. <laughs>
1: What you're not going to do is you're not going to top <laughs> top Listen, might, know, not come in here and talk shit, right? Listen, I might. I might come in here and shit on ATL today. Who
0: knows? classics no, can be good and bad as well. Okay, That's also to important to know, That's people. That's, That's very important to know. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. I, I can't wait. But yeah, I'll go ahead and intro, man. Listen, welcome, welcome, welcome to the next episode. episode the next installment the second installment of Blastic. Oh my god, we are back. I hope y'all liked that Love Jones episode. I I really hope y'all enjoyed that because we tried to put our foot in that. Um, Please know, it takes a lot of time to do that. It's not just the nice shit that y'all see. It it took a lot of work, it took a lot of effort, it took a lot of editing, but I'm, I'm so thankful. I love doing this shit. I promise you I do, and i i hope that y'all just received it right I, man what do you think about the first episode
1: i thought it was great man i really had fun doing it i mean it was something new but i had fun doing it and i hope they enjoyed it like i enjoyed making it so yeah yeah so yes classic
0: with your boy Louis b and your boy k-rob oh man atl that's that's the movie we're doing today y'all yes sir <laughs> yes sir atl, ATL. Listen, as far as classics go, I think it is, uh, you know, it's one of the ones that we got to get to. It's, mm-hmm. it's definitely one of them ones, especially definitely. being from here. You can't film everything that you do in Atlanta, be from Atlanta, and and not do ATL. Mm-hmm. It was one of the movies that we was happy as hell when we found out they was filming it. Happy as hell when they put it out. And, you know what I'm saying? It's I a was, sense of
1: pride that come right. with the movie either way. So I remember being at Cascade and them saying next week we're going to be closed uh, for a shooting of a movie come to find out it was that. This mm-hmm. may be the last classic movie we had to be honest. I can't think of another classic movie that's in recent years like that to be honest. Really? Yeah. Think about it. Like what? We ain't going to go that far because that's a whole nother conversation. What you was about to say? I can't think of another movie that we would consider a classic in recent years. <laughs>
0: Alright, so that is a conversation that we probably will have for another day because right. shit, I mean, I'm sure some in there. There's definitely been some yeah. classics since 06, but uh... I I, I really have to go and think about it. Right. Listen, Kev, uh, you want to go ahead and get a black fax?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and
0: get a black fax. ATL.
1: Yeah, man, we're going to go off. We're going to start off ATL. ATL, You know, let's see. Here we go. Give me a second, people. I should have had this ready.
0: Actually, matter of fact, before you do that, I'm going to go ahead and find this damn... um, I'm going to find this article. Roger and
1: Ebert, if y'all don't know them, they are like the famous... um, you got to be like fifteen if you don't know who they are. Yeah, they're like the famous
0: movie reviewers. So I have an excerpt from when they reviewed the movie back in '06 when it dropped. The headline is "Roller Boys," and they gave it a three stars out of five. So not bad. You no, know, not, for not the, bad. Blue. Not not bad for the white guys. Listen to this, guys. <clears throat> Since their parents died in a car crash. Rashad and Anton have been living with their Uncle George, or maybe he's been living with them since it was their parents' house. Rashad is 17, a high school senior working part-time to save money for his kid brother to make it out of here. Out of their poor black neighborhood in Atlanta, Anton, known as Ant, sees a faster route. Standing on a corner selling drugs for a local dealer, but no! ATL isn't just a drug movie, and it doesn't send its characters on a harrowing journey into danger. It is a film about growing up and working, about falling in love, and about planning for your future, and about the importance of friends. For Rashad, the best day of the week is Sunday, because that's when he and his three friends head for, get this guys, The Cascade. (laughs) <laughs> okay, a roller <laughs> rink where they show off with intricately choreographed moves on the floor. Hey, I
1: up to the end, when, bro. That was dead on be. the movie up until the end. They put a little sauce on. They wait. They, they little white sauce or no sauce. Uh, but that was definitely the that movie. Shit right? Was there. not saucy. I, I feel like it was up until the very end. Like not saucy, but it was just like it was what the movie was up until the very end. He, they, they, they summed it up. But so we're going to get into the Black, black Facts. Black Facts, let's Okay, so the Black Facts for this week is ATL was released on March 31st, 2006. It was produced with a budget of $7 million and 20, it made $21.2 at the box office, making it a financial success. Say that one more
0: time. Say the numbers it, again. Okay,
1: so it was... I'm a numbers guy. Okay, the film was produced with a budget of $7 million and it made $21.2 at the box office, making it a financial success, right? $7 million sounds cheap. It is. It, I mean, fall no, now? Fall. you! You thinking about now? Ti and them weren't nothing at that time, but Ti was. I was, but I was not about to actor. Yeah. actor. he wasn't an actor. Okay. Okay. It right. was a All yeah. Right. It was the first feature film for director Chris Robinson, who had made a name for himself as a music director and for most of the cast. You know, the story was conceived by Antoine Fisher, the real life person who, in a 2002 movie starring Denzel Washington, was based on. Did you know that? The guy named Antoine Fisher, who that movie was based on, he wrote that movie. He wrote it. He was a writer. Hmm. Yeah. See, that's some black facts I be bringing, man. Hmm. And the movie is also loosely based on the lives of film producer and music producer Dallas Austin and T Boss from TLC. Now, I do know that part. Right.
0: And they, they, they'll let us, they'll continue to let us know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll never stop.
1: <laughs> so, the production title of the movie when it was filmed was Jelly Bean. Jelly Bean was another famous skating ring in the early 70s and 80s. Okay,
0: gotcha, gotcha. So,
1: that's why he's the My face to... was
0: definitely fucked up for just a second, then I thought about it. I said, okay. Yeah. All right.
1: I think he even mentions that his brother's hard on the outside and saw it like a jelly bean. I think that's where they came yeah, in. Yeah, okay. So okay. that was a good one. Before ATL, T.I. auditioned for one other movie. Can you guess what it was? Before ATL, he auditioned for another movie. What was it? Just think about this. along the same lines of ATL. Don't say hustle and flow. Nah. What was it? Drumline. T.I auditioned for Drumline? Yeah, the same producer, same people producing, Dallas Austin. Yuck. What, what do you mean, it's, a, it's legit. I didn't hear? Nick Devin? Cannon. I didn't say Nick Cannon's part, I don't know they didn't say Okay, what? Okay. okay, all right. right. All right. Okay, I was to say, that's important. Okay, no, 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 they, they didn't <laughs> specifically say what. Um, okay. I'm, I'm about to wrap the black facts up. Okay. Um, filming took place over a span of six weeks with 52 different locations across Atlanta. Will Smith served as an executive producer and made it possible for the film to be shown in as many as... Will Smith it was day, a... Huh? Yeah. Tongue I'm trying to read this shit. Hey,
0: listen, this is so funny. This is us <laughs> trying to be...
1: Right, 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 right. right. Let me just... <laughs> this is me. Okay, so fuck I'm just going to go off time.
0: Classic, right. is hilarious because I think...
1: This is our time to let loose. Okay, fuck it. I'm think, just going to go. I I'm not
0: think it's important for y'all to understand that, you know, under the what's in my bag umbrella, if you're a fan of that podcast... You know that it's very unstructured, and that I think that's what made it that. I so, you
1: this shit, huh? I hope you edit this shit.
0: <laughs> I'm not editing. this. Oh no, no. this is great. I got
1: two more after that, and then I I'm think, done. I'm I not think even over read
0: here. I'm read it. Like, like, we, we really are just like right. we're trying. I think we're thinking too hard on this. Right. We're just I'm like, to get, yeah. oh my god, this has to be like the best, most structured show. When in right. reality,
1: it doesn't have to be that
0: way. It, we 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 are two niggas that have done this before we love doing this and we are not like we're not Roger and Ebert no disrespect to them but like this is why I I decided to to do this podcast because I think it's necessary to have Real takes and real views. So yes, we're not professional. There will be some word blunders. Okay,
1: (laughs) 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 Okay, so so fuck the words. Okay, so the the next two uh, I'm going. This is it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Will Smith was an executive producer of the film. Will Smith came in because originally the uh, people that made the movie wanted it to be a, a kind of a, a limited release, meaning it would not have made that much money. But wow. Will Smith said, "Hey, I'm producing this movie and I want it as many movie theaters as possible. That's how I made the money it made." Is that over? Is is it called Overbrook? Is that what? Overbrook Productions. Okay, Smith, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And um, I, that, 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 that's it. Um, that's it it received genuinely positive reviews and that's it that's the black facts right there bet it up bet it up so as always shit the next step we
0: gonna get into these scenes and we gonna go ahead and get started with this movie
1: Mm -hmm. do we wanna name the cast or we just gonna gonna, gonna, gonna say fuck it. we gonna go straight into it
0: shit we can go ahead and do the cast let's, no, let's, get, let's, get,
1: the, let's get the cast going real quick it's a quick. long list it's a we, we ain't gonna get it, everybody but we, you know we just gonna get it. we got Laura London in there as New. we got T.I. as Rashad Evan Ross as Ant Antoine Big Boy as Marcus the drug dealer we got Jason Weaver as Teddy we got Albert Daniels as Brooklyn mm-hmm. we got Jackie Long as Esquire Keith David as John Garnett we got Marquita we um uh, I was about Makita, to, I, Makita, I, I was I'm waiting like, for you to get into his because yeah, yeah. I was like,
0: "You gonna fuck Makita, it up?" I yeah, saw yeah, it yeah.
1: this morning. Makita <laughs> <I> said, Nah. <laughs> Makita Williamson is Uncle George, go. man, and that, that's pretty much the the main cast of that that I feel like going through right in there. Ain't,
0: Ain't nothing right. wrong with that big, big cast. So, right. um, yeah, let's go ahead and get into this movie. Okay, well, I'm gonna let you go ahead and start it, brother. So, yes, time for the scene by scene breakdown. Let's do it. You guys know how ATL starts. If y'all ain't seen the shit on BT a thousand times, we start with a nice little poem from. Clifford Tip Harris, also known as Rashad, in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we get a nice little poem from him. And then, you know, you see the kids playing in Centennial Park. Kind of touches on my soul a little bit because I remember playing Mm -hmm. in Centennial in the little fountains Mm -hmm. every summer.
1: Great visuals. Oh, my
0: God. And then from there, you know, we're introduced to... I think it's a good way to just visualize Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Um, I think they did a great job in just showing us... Atlanta. Well, we've already seen Atlanta, but to niggas that's not used to us. Now, I will say, do you think they got it? Did, do you think they hit the nail on the head
1: with yeah. some of those visuals? Perfectly. Okay, I per- So okay. I watched it. I was like, this is it. Like, it may not even look some like of the it rinky-dink now. areas. Yeah, they got those right. good. <laughs> At that time, that's how this shit looked. Yeah.
0: Okay. So yeah. good, good. From there, ah, we're introduced to Mechanicsville, mm-hmm. which I'm not even gonna lie. Not gonna cap to you. When I first saw that movie, I didn't know where that area was. I had no idea Me of where Mechanicsville was. Yeah, it's still to this day an area that I don't frequent.
1: It does so it's look kind like that now, That they
0: choose that area to, you know, represent the entire movie. I'm not mad at it. I would have loved for them to go with the slots or something like that. But, you know, I'm very biased.
1: I guess they wanted it to be a more grittier area. And I wasn't, like you said, I wasn't that familiar with it either. Mm -hmm. Of course, now it's been years down the line. I'm more uh, familiar with it now. But I think it does give it more of an interesting story versus where we're from, specifically.
0: Definitely. So, of course, we're introduced to all of our main characters pretty much. You know, they do their little montage of introducing all of us, all the characters Rashad, mm-hmm. Anton, Uncle George, right out the gate. And, of course, you know, they wanted to show us his friends. Um, we have, who do we have? We, we have Brooklyn, Esquire. We yeah. have uh, Teddy. And then they show us Esquire, which his story is kind of interesting because it ties, you know, kind of with the main theme of the story of telling lies and holding secrets and all that bullshit (laughs) i'm just talking shit but um you know his situation is he's a very smart guy but Mm -hmm. as a lot of us and it it was kind of interesting his story because i think it resonates with a lot of smart kids in atlanta in that like i don't know if you've ever went to a school outside of your district Just because you wanted to go to a better school Mm quote-unquote or you wanted to go to a school that had more opportunities Quote-unquote or something like that, but I resonated with that because I never all throughout them I probably say I didn't go to a school in my district until high school Uh, Outside of that. Thank you granddad (laughs) I was using his address Mm -hmm. to go to all the Fulton County schools because that's where I wanted to be it I felt like those schools were better. That's where I wanted to go. So, Mm -hmm. um, he he he's good in school, smart as hell. He going to like an Ivy League school, way out way out of his district, and he needs like a letter of recommendation so that he can go to college because mm-hmm. he wants to get into a good school. So I think his his story is pretty important in this whole thing. So right. they they pretty much tell us that it's their last weeks of high school. I think they said they got like five weeks left. Five weeks left. Oh my God! We all know what it's like At least like.
1: Rashad does. Rashad does. Not not Ant. And in school. Oh yeah, yeah that's yeah. true.
0: Yeah, so he getting ready for j- just the summertime. But right. Rashad's getting ready to graduate. I honestly think all the older kids are getting ready to graduate. So Esquire's getting ready to graduate. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn is getting ready to graduate. Teddy's, Teddy's like a super been, senior.
1: He's twenty one. He's supposed to big graduate. <laughs> he's supposed to be graduating. <laughs> so it's on this the year. fence of him. I don't know what's going on with him. At the beginning, yeah, it's on the fence of him right now. That's a running joke. Which so is it's great. actually
0: it's a good theme of just trying to see what life looks like after high school even on some little shit like that just mm-hmm. i'm just thinking of themes as we go along with the show and i think right, that right. that's a pretty cool one so um of course you know they wanted to show us how they get down here in atlanta which mm-hmm. i have something to say about it um cascade mm-hmm. skating rink not as roger and ebert said the cascade it is cascade mm. that that is it <laughs> yeah cascade oh man I have so many memories from Cascade. It's mm-hmm. where I got my first dance. I don't know if T.I. said, he said it's where he had his first kids Similar or whatever, shit, but yeah. man, Cascade skating rink. I'm not big on them choosing Sunday nights. Cause when I was coming up, I don't know if Sunday nights was a thing. I don't think it was, it was. but when I was coming up, it was Saturday nights.
1: I think you, no, it had to be Saturday night.
0: See, when I was coming Sunday up, had it to be was Saturday night. So when when ATL dropped and they was making a big deal out of Sunday night, I was like, "What in the hell?"
1: I can't recall either. I mean, but okay.
0: As, like, as soon Sunday as the movie night. dropped, Sunday just became the most popular night at Cascade, and everybody wanted to be there. So it was cool to be introduced to Cascade, especially if you're not from Atlanta. It's it's interesting being from here and like. Cascade has obviously become a landmark. It's some shit that we just know as Atlanteans and mm-hmm. as as, as Atlians. We just know Cascade. It's second nature to us but niggas will literally travel here to go to that skating rink look at the little pictures of all the celebrities that come in there and be excited and shit and we're just like fam
1: i often I'm ask like, you've people, done this before if you come out here if you come out here you're not from here that's one of the places i suggest people go have I'm you seen AT? at i was like yeah, they say yeah i've seen at i said well you need to go to cascade to
0: see so many black people just having fun and being free I right. think that's one of the things That I love about Cascade too It's a it's an opportunity to let loose And skating, shit Skating is A wide fun. variety From skating 17 really up fun. to 40 So uh, uh, Older than that too So yeah Skating yeah. is really fun Did you have anything Oh my god I'm trying to think That's when they fail
1: Right oh god. Which is Which you is so ever fail? Yes. I remember one time it's, I fell like that. It's the, so necessary. I don't know how I felt. One time I fell and my bottom lip was busted. Busted. Oh, my God. And you I, were one of those. I, I needed stitches. I don't even know how I felt. I guess it was wet. I was walking out the door the security guard said man you mean you need to go to the hospital long story short I had to get stitches the next day I had to go to school my lip was busted Mm. my lip was so big it looked like Eddie Murphy and the Ned Professor I was so embarrassed (laughs) I didn't talk for like a day but this this yeah I did fall but of course that
0: was one of the deadly sins at the rink you cannot fall you can trip you can stumble at the most you can lose your footing but you cannot fall you just can't do it but niggas just fam it's a part of skating like get your ass back up up and, and, and keep going they With actually
1: her. trained for weeks I, I don't know if i mentioned it in the intro of the show oh. but they trained for like weeks leading oh. up to that yeah. I, I could imagine because for the ones that
0: don't know how to skate you got to learn how to skate and for the ones that do know how to skate mildly you got to learn how to skate like them that
1: niggas. and then and, <laughs> and then you got to add cameras and all of bullshit mm-hmm. that's all the other thing but yeah so yeah. then, from there, I think
0: they they just went like smack dab into the summertime because now we're at the pool scene, right? And this is when you know summertime is here. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, fun fun days at John A White Park. If y'all don't know where that's at, that's deep in the Swats on the other side of Cascade. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Oh my God, I've had so many good days there. A lot of this podcast is going to be me just saying I've had good days at these
1: places. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with
0: that. (laughs) Which is fucking awesome. But um, the pool scene, we're intro... Not introduced, because we already met Nunu. They already showed us Nunu. But (laughs) yeah, now we're... You know, they letting us know it's a party going on. Which I think is cool. Because I'm looking at... You know, we go past that. It's cool to see... um, the little the little chemistry that Rashad yeah, that's and what New they used to have, say. which I think is cool. You know, they're trying to fight the funk and not not uh, just go ahead and saying that they like each other. It's real, real innocent, real high schoolish. It's, you know, we play play around and then we get serious at the very end, shit right. like that. It's,
1: you, know, you know, that's what it feel like. You know what? I also like that I, I caught on to it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like each other. They set that up at the pool, and then another thing is Esquire doesn't, for some reason, automatically. They they go back and forth. Like I I noticed that like they they, they set that like up. They didn't like yeah, each other yeah, already. Yeah. So when what comes later on happens, it's like, oh mm-hmm. God, fuck <laughs> you. But yeah, so they set that up. They like each other. And then they get introduced to a. They get actually invited to go to a party by Big Booty Judy, which Big, is. Booty Judy. That's played by, what's her name?
0: Buffy the Body, is Buffy that?
1: Buffy the Body. That's <laughs> that was B- just a
0: fat ass, a, a woman with a fat ass that I just used to know back in the day. I ain't know who the fuck a Buffy the Body was. She but. didn't even
1: have a speaking part. All you saw was a close up on her ass as she walked to the party, bro. <laughs>
0: Hey, if y'all cutting the check, cut me the check, man. That's, I don't um, give a fuck, man. That
1: was a that was what a good visual do? gag, though. They had the, the fire, the fire, the firefighter just shooting the water at the mm-hmm. screen. Yo, know, the, the house caught on fire. That was a good gag. But, but then, you
0: know, still being at that pool scene, we we are introduced to another main storyline. We are introduced to Anton. Trying to find some ways to make some money out mm-hmm. here during the summer, trying to find something to do with his time. He sees um, one of his old friends that he noticed one at school no more, and he asking him how you getting this money. He say, nigga, we making money, you know what I'm saying? That's what we doing. And then we kinda, you know, that's kinda like the backdrop mm-hmm. for what's to come. Um, let me see what is next. Shit. While he trying to figure that shit out on the dope end mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cool how they like go right into how he's currently making money and how they currently making money which oh, yeah. you know the struggle um, right. what some people may see working you know working the family business his parents passed and you know they had a cleaning service so they took over the cleaning service and they going from place to place cleaning people's residential buildings and Mm -hmm. commercial property buildings and stuff like that so which also brings me to a song that i love but i'll talk about it later on in the show when we get to that part (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but yeah i think it's cool to see that you know you might have these dreams and shit because you know even rashad has dreams of becoming a cartoonist but you have to do what you have to do right now sometimes and sometimes that shit ain't pretty like I was about to ask you, have you had any odd
1: jobs? Yeah, I currently do. I'm not going to get into it on the show. <laughs> I currently do. I'm not going to get into it on the show because that's a odd But yes, man, that's part of I being I can argue that's you are. not even an odd job. That, no, no, it's not. I nah, was cleaning it's just not, shit. It's not doing what you, no, it's just shit not doing what you. Well, at least that's your pe i say this, at least that's your For people's $8. job. $8. But at least that's your people's job. You're not worried about getting fired. You ain't going nowhere. You I can guess. pretty much make your own. I guess. But I think the whole uh, job thing that the Swan cleaning service, it did introduce Now I Got Older. uh, There was a subplot. Well, at least there was a a scene that's coming up later where you can kind of see that Uncle George doesn't really fuck with it it either. He doesn't really want to be there either. That hit harder this time I watched.
0: Uncle George don't want to be there. I think he's a person that has just been thrown into this situation because of the death. Of their parents and that's often a a hard situation when I didn't ask for these kids like I'm trying to live my own life and do my own thing but y'all holding me back honestly I don't want to do this this is what I have to do because I have to put food on the table right now and not only that I gotta feed two more mouths until y'all leave so yeah. it's tough man it's tough um from there we actually do get into the damn house party so the house party is actually the next scene yeah which i think is a pretty cool scene, scene. I, it made me like um must be nice by life Jennings because yeah, i really didn't like that song when it first dropped <sighs>
1: Sorry,
0: guys. That's, <laughs> I that's love another. these songs now, but back when they dropped and they was playing them heavy rotation on the radio, I hated these songs, man.
1: I think this movie um actually introduced me to uh what's the what's the name of the song? Let me know the song that Aaliyah song oh as a from the other song and that was really the first time I heard, like I heard the it, Isley bro.
0: Brothers. Yeah, we'll, we'll the get Isley into Brothers. that. We'll get into that. But oh my god! So we had the house party. Mm-hmm. House parties are house parties, man. House parties are always a great fucking time. Until they're not. And niggas want to start hating. Or bitches want to start hating. In this case, it's the bitches.
1: That's a good problem to have, though. <laughs> and she was fine. Fun- I, I, I take that problem over not having none at all. I take but that problem.
0: Shardy came over there because I just started talking to Nunu for a hot second. We ain't no couple. We ain't for real, for real. Like... Oh, you know, I could have just been talking to a friend, mm-hmm. and the thing that was funny in the scene is that, like, they show her looking stank with niggas hounding over her. Which is I the love that graphic that, that's, a,
1: that's a visual, great, that's what I'm great saying. visual, though, to show it's, that, that niggas are still on her I'm shit. But like,
0: she looking at this, she looking at this situation, and she's just like, All right, what's
1: going on over here? Right, that's <laughs> this way. He delivers one of my favorite lines, hey man, chill out, bro. That's my that's uh, one of my things. Hey man, watch. Her. Hey man, watch. Her. I say that shit all the time, but the delivery of that line is so crisp, boy.
0: So so he throws Shardy out the way, man, mm-hmm. which of course lights a fire in Nunu. new hmm time to leave the party of course you know what i'm saying the twins they stole their shit so tasha smith which i love tasha
1: smith she is very underrated she's, she's, she's doing a, a lot
0: of shit behind the scenes mm-hmm. now so she's getting so many bags and she, so many behind right. the scenes she's areas. been an
1: acting coach acting coach here in atlanta mm-hmm. I she got direction. direction
0: directional yeah. credits producing credits anything you name behind the scenes tasha smith has been there done that mm-hmm. so shout out to her um, <laughs> she goes crazy on them for stealing shit at the party No, at the mall. At the mall. Yeah,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, at the mall for the party. You know, ain't
0: got no ride now, so of course, Rashad comes in and saves the day. I'll take you home, baby. Let's do it. Let's ride. (laughs) Great scene. I love the fact that, like, when they pulled into their little spot and he was just chilling, um, I guess he pulled up to the bus stop. The bus
1: stop said the bus stop being like two hours, bro.
0: I'm trying to think what bus is she taking to go to fucking Sandy Springs. For That's two just so many questions. At, at, n- but in the summertime in Georgia at night, it has to at least be nine or ten o'clock.
1: Where are you going? You're thinking too far. It's never. It's not a. It's, <laughs> it's not, a movie. It's not a. It's never. It would, I don't think it was ever a bus coming. Even if she was getting on That's a bus, true. even if she was getting on the bus, she was only going to a train station and then getting in her car.
0: She did have a car oh my god <laughs> that's awesome. kevin i forgot she had a whole ass car <laughs> and she was getting on the bu- all right i'm done okay. i'm fine <laughs> <pod> over <laughs> <What> <laughs> she no. had a beamer getting on the fucking train get out of really here because she didn't want to come through the. Eh, eh, this movie all right
1: it, anyway but man actually it act we're gonna keep going because I yeah, re- yeah, yeah. It, it's actually deep but go ahead it's actually deep so of
0: course we get the infamous scene with Nunu Rashad mm-hmm. and Rashad one by that Nunu new, new shit right. I love the song that they play one of Let such so know. phenomenal um, and it leads to them kissing so of course now we have a, a relationship that is fully blossomed at this mm-hmm. point they are good ah, Um. then we go into an interesting little scene of uh, I guess T. I want to keep saying T.I. too, but Rashad mm-hmm. and Anton are kind of having a real, uh, a real moment together as brothers, where he was showing him the money that he made mm-hmm. all from cleaning and showing him that you know I'm, you might be thinking about making money in ways right now, but this is the way that I made it and you can do it too. The whole time that nigga don't give
1: a fuck what you talking about. he's like, yeah,
0: okay.
1: And didn't Tip? Didn't Rashad use that money to buy a Shorty a necklace? I shit. hope he yeah. used all of he that did. money to do
0: that. All Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> okay.
0: Because uh, you, I wonder okay. how much money was in that little wallet. It was a little wide, too. though. That's not was. Maybe like a little stack or two. Yeah. You got to keep in mind, shit. It, it's so funny how they had them plan seventeen quote unquote year olds too. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> 17, but, you probably but, had yeah. you about good two stacks on you, right? But good, that's a
1: that's a good little storyline. I absolutely love that. Though. that but is.
0: I love how they go from that and directly after that they go into Anton saying basically fuck that. He saw Mark and he he met up with Marcus at the trap. <laughs> he said fuck all that. K, but can I, he, I'm going to make crack cocaine he listen. now
1: he wasn't pulling no hoes every time we, uh, people he tried to pull up on him, they, weren't, they weren't interested he wasn't making no money it, it is what it is sometimes you it push you that way man
0: I love the fact that Big Boy literally at Marcus is his name um, mm-hmm. on, the, on the movie I love how Marcus literally asked him a couple times like hey are you sure you want to do this because you can't go back on this this is it Mm -hmm. once you in you in and you stuck my guy Mm -hmm. and he came out and he like yeah 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 I'm ready yeah he was very timid it's always interesting to see niggas just go into shit that they know they shouldn't be going into Mm -hmm. it's always an interesting thing to see so um, from that point shit we starting to sell some dope now you know what I'm saying we dope boys dope
1: boys. hey peep this (laughs) so the first thing I I, I finished watching this today the first thing i saw did you see where they were posted up at in front of the school Mm -mm. this is what i mean visuals out the ass when they panned down to these niggas selling drugs they were sitting directly in front of a drug-free zone sign go back and watch it bro yeah i remember that i was like (laughs) this is perfect this is perfect i thought it was perfect (laughs) it was great but, but yeah, man now yeah. we
0: selling dope, and now the attention is on my boy Anton. He getting the girlies now. You know what I'm saying? Getting some cuties. Getting some cuties. Which brings us to a very classic scene of Did you get some cuddy last night?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You ain't getting no cutie last night. I'm the only one getting some cutie. I'm the only one getting cutie. I get, I get all the
1: drawers. I get the booties.
0: <laughs> I get all of them.
1: First time you had sex, Kev uh, First time I had sex. Ooh, how was it? Was I'm it trying to? For you? Was it? A, the,
0: was it a great experience?
1: Hell no, it wasn't. Cause I was a virgin. She I'm was a virgin. You, that I'm was, glad you're honest. No, no it was, first it was time horrible. is always like it's horrible. Okay, but buddy, we're here now. <laughs> buddy, really, buddy, did buddy really fuck? I think like he I was, was in the, kissing
0: and shit in the car, and then big boys. I just was brought kicking. it up to bring it
1: up, but yeah, that was this I was thinking. Buddy really didn't fuck, though, did he?
0: we don't know but shit I, I guess uh, to play into the movie maybe they did who knows right, right 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 but buddy
1: buddy um, he was supposed to be fucking in in, in Shorty's whip wasn't it it was mm-hmm. oh it was his homeboy car Who yeah. whose whip was it
0: I have no idea I I'm, I'm gonna say it another was homeboy's car another part of the movie car. that we just don't know
1: cause yeah. they just don't show that who's who car it is but big boy's whooping ass out front man big boy Kudos, to big boy. He was intimidating. He was funny. He was cool. That entire movie. He seemed bro. like a
0: gentle nigga that you just didn't
1: want to fuck with. Did he? he? said, "Boy, you know I got a three point something on my butt." But, but that's the
0: thing with Atlanta niggas. That's like that. You meet some of these dope boy. They act just like that. The the most gentle of men. Man. But don't fuck with them. Don't
1: be no. don't fuck with them. Don't be short on the money Mm-mm. and just just come through. <laughs> After I see him beat his his cousin, his blood cousin, you think I would have did that shit? <laughs> fuck you better man.
0: not tell my mom about this. I'm like, man. please, man, don't. don't do
1: that. <laughs> I was that was been it for me.
0: So at this point. Ah man, this is where it gets juicy.
1: This is where we get into the climax. Good. This is where
0: we getting good, man. So Esquire, my boy Esquire, my smart guy. <sighs> important to note that, as we said earlier, he has this uh he has this letter of recommendation that he got from the great uh, John Garnett, which is played by the great Keith David. Shouts out to him too, man. Just talk about a guy that has been doing this shit for so long steady
1: working i'm talking about like, live action voiceover my God. he has one of like the best voices like i wish i had that brother
0: as shit sometimes he'll forever work that brother but gentle as well sometimes yeah. like yeah he, ha- he can, can sing.
1: he can sing listen man he's That's a jack a of stuff. all trades
0: shouts yeah. out to him but he has this letter of recommendation from him <sighs> and now you know it's, it's just you know you gotta you gotta stay cool with your connect so mm-hmm. he's going to a dinner or something like that for
1: mm-hmm. um
0: you know, that John is having, having him over at the house meet the family and stuff like that. Time to meet the family. <laughs> oh, God. So, as he's, you know, meet the mom, who daughter comes down the steps. And who is the daughter? We already know who the daughter is. It is
1: Nunu. Did you, match me ask you a question. Like, when you first, when you first saw it, did you guess it? Like, before you heard the... When I was
0: when I seen I that movie in theaters and I saw that it was new new, I'm not gonna lie. I was like, "What, what? the fuck? Why? What?" Right. My whole questioning was just why. I've never, to me, I've never seen people in real life go to this great to go to such great lengths to say I'm broke or to try to act broke It's normally the opposite. Like we try to act rich.
1: But this is, but I, I think wanted this to act is what broke
0: the... to. Impress, but see, you? I think this is what
1: the movie does so well. <laughs> mm-hmm. We we think that because we're not at that level, but you can only imagine what someone that level yearns to want to be like. Somebody want to be regular, I right? I
0: guess. I guess.
1: We also have to mention that the way that Esquire got to the house was from Ti's character Rashad right so we so done. much
0: movie shit that's just crazy like he pulled yeah. up to a very nice house but I mean he's still oblivious at this point so they said, yeah, he don't not, know he don't know, you know so. God bless his heart
1: <laughs> he has no reason to know at yeah. this point she's yeah. been hiding extremely well and I st- and I don't know how she does <coughs> it it's movie shit cause, cause she no one knows not even the two chicks that she hangs out with Star and Vita we didn't mention them but they're great but in my thing th-
0: it is so funny how they just ask certain questions like we're introduced to Nunu at the beginning, right? And Rashad says, Hey, bro, what what school does she go to? I always see her around when we kick it. <laughs> like, where does she attend school? How is she over here but, in this neighborhood doing all the shit we do? Where does she live? We don't know anything about her. I mean, do we know where every bad bitch stay at? Yeah.
1: No, no, we don't. Or at yeah, least in, in, what,
0: in what district? <laughs> hey, we know man. something. And then it's so funny because... Y'all don't ask y'all didn't ask questions back in the day. Like we just really was in this whole relationship. I know
1: they weren't in no relationship at this point.
0: Anyway, man. So they they finally Esquire finally finds out who Nunu really is, which is Aaron. And he, I just love how he's breaking her down. That's a dope
1: scene. Which
0: honestly, they're breaking each other down because you have two people that that are lying. You have one person that's trying to lie to look good, and then you have one person that's trying to lie to, you know, make themselves look kind of down. So it's just interesting to see. Like, I want what you got. And I'm you trying to look like this, but I want what you got, and you trying to look like this. It's it's an interesting little conundrum to see, but and then they blackmail um, each other too. We get one of my favorite we get one of my favorite lines. I ain't even gonna cap to you, man. I got to say it now. You got a Picasso in your house. You like that line? That's my shit. Because it's it, just it's like, out of bruh, it's it a is. fucking Picasso, and you're over here trying to act like the damn fucking Mechanicsvilles. Princess.
1: Like, Get out of here. But I think that, Picasso. Like say, that scene is great, man. And and um, it's great because both of each other, they want to say something, but then they like end up blackmailing. She's like, no, if you tell him, I'm going to tell my dad. he's mm-hmm. like, oh, shit, okay. I can't say anything. But, like. Now you have two people playing against one nigga who's just oblivious to
0: everything. Now that, that we're talking through this, I kind of. I'm not. I used to look at this shit and just laugh but now I'm kind of like you know what man Rashad kind of went through a lot and
1: I he, <laughs> to a certain extent a it's something to sit and think about because yeah. at first I was like why would you care if Shorty was rich but then you got to think his people pass his brother's going through some bullshit and this is the person who I'm supposed to be kicking shit with and I'm supposed to be confiding in or whatever so I'm supposed right. to be talking to confiding in and you lying to me about what nothing I'm, <laughs> like just tell me where you not you're only from. that not only that I can that. find out how
0: to get you like you have a ride home
1: not <laughs> only good. that but I'm struggling and you're hiding that you're not struggling so you're lying to me because I'm struggling and then you're see yeah, it makes it almost seem like Oh, like a basket like a i don't know like some bullshit yeah so i kind of get it at first i didn't
0: but now i get it yeah so of course shit gets worse before it gets better every time Mm -hmm. now it's time for Ant to get arrested you know small little young dope boys ain't that smart so he get caught slipping he get arrested um it's time to get him out once mm-hmm. you get them out You know what I'm saying Dope I gotta get you out You know what I'm saying It's a part of the business But of course Since you out Now you owe me A little bit more mm-hmm. Cause we gotta make up for that I think it's a beautiful scene To see uh, Rashad pull up <laughs> and just to see uh, Marcus just not care,
1: he's just no, like he did, no, he's in front saying? of the house
0: like talking yeah, shit. Was, I did what I did. Oh shit, little big brother behind us, right? And he then comes talking shit. Five, four, four, three, two. <laughs> but um, that was a great fucking scene. And then yeah. you go next into just like a, a real coming to coming to heart moment from Uncle George of like
1: this we scene hit hard. Might too, this really time. need yeah. this money. Right. Like,
0: I know you feeling how you feeling, but we we really need this shit, and its might it might not be such a bad idea. How do you feel about shit like that? Have you ever been in a situation where well,
1: no. I've never be, been in that situation. They might be situation. talking a
0: little too much, right. so I'll I, shut no, up no,
1: I've never, sorry. I've never been in that situation, but this scene was a scene that hit kind of hard, too, because, like you said, you used to go straight into the scene. I've seen niggas fight their brothers or cousins and shit like that. That's a real thing. And they was fighting the air, <laughs> Right. They was on it. <laughs> Um, and they actually said um, Evans Ross' mother, Diana Ross, was there while he was filming that, and she was like being overprotective, like "Dude, you hit my son!" And was like, oh, oh my god! But yeah, there get was out of here. <laughs> But Mom. no, that was real. And then it was I was always think it's real though. We said, "Oh, dumbass, have been arrested for seven so we. weeks And he said, "Man, you better get in your room," like he said. And then when she goes in, there, he's like, "Hey, man." Grown folks, grown folks. <laughs> I mean, it might be. We it can it use might. a
0: few dollars. <laughs> we, we can really use this. And it's gonna help.
1: <laughs> it's crazy because at first you like, oh fuck you, but then it's like, hey, man, they all struggling. So that's yeah. kind of that. That scene hit a little harder for me now than before. So I mean, that's a dope scene. You see Ti going through
0: it. Cause at this point now he um now it's time for him to damn figure out cause shit. <laughs> It's time to figure out who Nunu really is. Mr. Garnett come through Cascade. He come through Cascade heavy. And this is right the scene before that is so funny, cause the scene before that was them at Cascade and he was talking about being lied to. And it was just I'm just like, damn man.
1: You don't even know what's coming for you. Right. I gotta give it to her though she attempted to tell him what happened but he was so stressed out he was like whatever it is if it's bad yeah so it, yeah. it was always he was trying to he was, don't like, ever
0: mean that like say what you need to say yeah i agree yeah
1: you need to go ahead and say that because that could have all been avoided and then
0: see me i'm just the type of nigga where if you say that if, if i say that and you don't say anything obviously what you have to say is bad me i'm such an inquisitive person i want to know okay damn you ain't say nothing. So what's wrong? I know right. I didn't want to know, but now I know something is right. wrong. I wish, I wish you could have said something so I couldn't known shit was right. But mm-hmm. uh, now we find out who Nunu really is, and I think mm-hmm. it's really now shit. Now Rashad is confused because now he starts to think. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm chilling with my homeboys. We starting to have casual conversation, and it's just starting to dawn on me that hey, I just dropped you off at that damn nigga house in that car. That she just pulled up with looks awfully fucking familiar, man. Mm-hmm. Esquire, are you a piece of shit friend? How long have you known this?
1: But he told me he said not too long, you know, but but you can tell in the scene he really felt bad, but he couldn't say anything about it. But yeah,
0: man, do you feel like T.I. overreacted with his friends because he he delivered another line, which it was so cool for me to see this. This is just giving some random tangent background. This was probably the first film that I noticed in my in my life coming up. That was PG-13. And I heard them use the F word. It was mm-hmm. PG 13 would only let you use it one time, but it was very sparingly that you could use it. You wouldn't he hear that fuck? shit. When did he say fuck? He was like, the rest of y'all nigga, man, get the fuck off my port yeah you get like one you get you one get won, but yeah. that was the first time that yeah. I had heard it in a PG-13 movie and I went crazy I said he said what
1: yeah he did yeah I want to <laughs> kick it with you I want to skate with you but yes I do believe to go back I do believe he overreacted to an extent because he literally said I didn't know this whole time so he was getting ready to explain himself mm-hmm. oh and also we have to I think we passed kind of skipped over it and this is kind of important too they are also getting ready for what was it, Skate Wars?
0: Skate Wars. Yeah,
1: so that's a that's a whole another shit thing. we don't have here, right? right. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure they got something. It was no shit that we were doing, but um, they was getting ready for an event called Skate Wars too. So that was also when they played too. They was getting ready to do a shit, but looks like they not gonna do the shit no more now since they yeah, the don't team fuck breaking y'all, up. Niggas, man. The team breaking up. So of course, as shit continues to get worse. <laughs>
0: listen man and and is just not set out to be a dope boy like I got you out of jail but you, you, you ain't selling my shit you ain't making up my ends you ain't making them ends meet I'm getting tired of you you disposable I'm ready to end your shit mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he been so dodging time for, for like two weeks to, hey listen it's time for buddy to get seen bout so right. Marcus go see bout my boy <laughs> that nigga had some chocolate. I've never seen a nigga outside the corner store drinking chocolate
1: milk. Not a carton of chocolate milk. I haven't. only know that the bit. last
0: time I've seen a carton of milk had to be
1: like grade school. You, I, you know what? I went back a and when I carton? watched the movie, bro, it was like a flashback. I, the carton of milk. They were reading a newspaper. Um, oh damn! Did he he used it? a. He used a. Uh, 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 phone what do you call that phone a pay phone it was oh so much God, in there that, that worked that remind that remind you what time i wonder and it was it, just oh
0: six <laughs> but oh six is now long ago it's so funny we got the nice blu-ray shits but if you look at i have a regular dvd which i should have brought mm-hmm. you look at the regular dvd and you just look at how far technology has come you're like damn you know what i'm thinking 4K is different
1: you know what i'm thinking now as i speak as i talk about it i wonder if the movie took place in 2000 because now that i think about it there was nothing that said that the movie itself took place i'm trying to think i'm, I'm sure maybe it had I'm to not. be like
0: early 2000s mm-hmm. but i mean if they was keeping up with the music then it was pretty recent it
1: was i'm, I'm sure it was just you know, yeah yeah i forget Just I keeping said up that. with the music you're right was the music in was that, in that regular time I'm period trippy. but um they were listening to it yeah,
0: yeah. uh shit marcus go see by my boy ant
1: that's one of my favorite it's things. time
0: is it's time <laughs> you done hit me in my
1: face with, with some, some goddamn money. No no no, wait, wait, before that. Hold on, Carlos, where the where the fuck you going, boy? He take Did you see how he failed, bro? When he turned that corner, dropped that milk, then flipped, then he turned. I was like, all right, now, I'm not, I'm not usually a nigga that nickpick shit, but the way he fell mm-hmm. he fell and the way he got up, he was able to get up and be face forward to Big Boy. And just going back to how
0: intimidating uh, Big Boy's character was, really like is. you said earlier, when he grabbed that gun, I right. said, oh shit, I see it. And it's so funny because Big Boy can't be no taller than five, six.
1: Neither, none of them niggas, Tip
0: <laughs> Nobody's nobody. tall.
1: Nobody's that tall, bro. Uh, <laughs> but he, I, it was, but I, I did feel like it was kind of. They forced the gun situation. I feel like Big Boy could have fought. I feel like they forced Damn the gun. Fight.
0: Well, don't he, he was fighting. He did fought, though. Niggas, niggas die.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Depending on what he was selling, depending if it wasn't just no weed, niggas die. If
1: he was he, I don't think he was going to kill him. You think he was going to kill him? He was only, only going to scare he him. He shot his ass, though. He shot him. After he got his ass by his brother. Yeah, he, he, he shot his head, though.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Marcus shot him. So, um, pretty much now we're at the end of the movie. You know what I'm saying? Now we're at the reconciliation moments of trying to figure out where everybody's life is going to go. We get a nice infamous poem by, um who is that? Big Rube.
1: Big Rube. Yes, he who does
0: so many poems from um, Outcast okay, music, said, if, you, so if you're thing. familiar with their catalog. Yeah, man. Um. Phenomenal legend in mm-hmm. in his own right. So we get a poem by him, and you just see everybody. I guess trying to you know figure out what to do with what's happened. Mm-hmm. <sighs> of course, Rashad and Nunu. You know they reconcile their differences at that point. You know, it's it's. I think sometimes you have to have moments in your life that topple over. The bullshit that's going on, like sometimes there can be something more important that' just have you looking at your current situation like you know what all right let's 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 just nip this in the bud
1: like so my, you saying my brother just got shot, so you saying the brother had to get shot.
0: I think it made it easier for them to reconcile.
1: No, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm being, I'm being, yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, definitely yeah, made it easier for them to reconcile. If, if, if it was for that, <laughs> if he didn't get
0: shot, I think they would still not be talking. But since right. he got shot, I gotta go check up on Rashad to right. see how his brother is, mm-hmm. and you know, you can, you can, you can get some shit in a place of vulnerability. So, right, right. Um, we end. They end the movie just showing it's a good little montage of just showing everybody living out their dreams in a, in a sense. Um, everybody's either getting new jobs or starting new careers I know Rashad ended up being a cartoonist with a newspaper like he wanted to do um, Uncle George like he got him a little something sure, something friend. settled down and started school again like he on the straight and narrow stopped selling dope yeah. um, Nunu and Rashad they back together they good she went to school
1: Spelman she went um, to Spellman because you yeah, remember man. originally she wanted to go to Britain which ain't far right. Spellman ain't far that's we why he went to Britain right Esquire went to Britain he wanted to go to Britain mm-hmm. he went to Britain he got into school he yeah. kept that uh, recommendation letter and everything well no good. he didn't remember because actually he gave it back you mean, he actually gave it the, what
0: they said at the end that it was, was like a mysterious, mysterious yeah, so he, he actually, gave it back yeah. he gave that shit back he said you know what good, he got because yeah. he, um, he confronted buddy he was just like hey man one thing to close out the movie that I did love I love just the scene of and it kind of I thought about it this morning I was like it kind of felt like a this is the end of my childish shit part where you could kind of see you know everything like all the lights was cutting off like in the skating rink he left his skates in the skating rink just i think that was a good visual just to show us that hey to me i could be reading too far into it but for me i looked at and i was like okay i think for me it looks like he's putting the childish things away and now you know we're getting ready to go into real life which is what his character was getting ready to do Mm -hmm. which you know would lead me into my question we all
1: want it but would you like to see an atl too i would like to see some continuation of something because i'm always interested in seeing continuation of something yeah but i mean them niggas they can't be skating They can't. I just want to see them grown, having Mm -hmm.
0: grown issues, because everybody's grown as fuck now. I would love to see ATL too, because our story never stops. Life never. That's why
1: what people always. Our story never stops, and they made a good. They made a good movie about just everyday life here. So. Mm they can be they can be older that's, yeah. that's why I always when people say well where's the sequel to this sequel to this? Well, I mean people get older life goes on if they want to make a sequel I, I think they should do a, t- a limited series like a TV show mm-hmm. like on Netflix that's what I think they should do that
0: would be kind of cool
1: that's honestly the shit with all
0: with, with, with the ways content is going it's so many different avenues we can go in it'd be spread. cheaper
1: too yeah I think it'd be cheaper you can take each individual uh, actor or character, give them their own little story or whatever. They can have kids. They, they can have kids or whatever at this point. I think that would be dope. Yeah, yeah. With well, some of your favorite, li- not favorite lines, but favorite
0: songs. Because, listen, ATL was interesting in that he he did some different shit in being an artist. In TI being an artist, he was able to put out a soundtrack for the movie and also put out an album that simultaneously is kind of known as the official soundtrack for the movie even though it's not
1: and it ain't two king. but two of the songs played in the motherfucker you know what i'm end. saying <laughs> it was great
0: <laughs> but yes, wow. uh, listen man with what, what, what some of your favorite songs and honestly i don't care if it's from king mm-hmm. the album or if it's from atl
1: the soundtrack i say i'll say the i say the score for the movie is great i mean you got um Kryptonite, if the, mm. the songs are actually played in the movie, Bounce with the Lean rock do it, do it. all that is just great when you listen to it it takes you straight back to that 2000 early 2000 no, that's definitely. great but I think some of my favorite from the King album would be uh, Ride With Me Top Back some of the radio hits Undertaker Bankhead um, God damn I, I I'm, I'm, you only
0: need three so I can play it in the sorry.
1: background I, 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 but I, <laughs> I, I didn't think he was going to say Undertaker <laughs> or Bankhead Undertaker, Bankhead I, that's just one of them deep cuts that people oh. that's not in the movie it's just John with it's all for this is my favorite.
0: And I like that you gave the ones from King cuz I I'll, I'll go with the ones that was I would say maybe on the soundtrack played in a movie. I'll go with um ooh, and I just had it and I just lost it. Matter of fact, the one that's on King, I'll go with What You Know, only because I hated that song when it dropped because it was played. You hate a lot
1: of shit, because though. Because
0: <laughs> they, they overplayed it as a single, yeah. and it was the first time of us hearing T.I. like singing. It was very pop. It was very commercial. So I wasn't used to that, and I didn't know how to take that from T.I. Interesting. So <clears throat> when I actually hear it, now coming in for the credits when the movie is over, A1.
1: I'm waiting for ride with me though. That, I like ride with me. That's
0: a perfect song, and I'm like, okay, this song is great. It's big, it's huge. Another song that I like that was in the movie, like we talked about earlier, At Your Best, Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though I, that's one of them songs that was so perfectly written by the Isley Brothers that I don't care which version I hear. If it's the Isley Brothers or Aaliyah, both of them are just
1: really good and I they're fire. I didn't know it was an Isley Brothers song, so like maybe a, a year or two ago. And it, it you'll you be a fan of both songs. Yeah. You won't like
0: one over the other. Both of them are perfect. Aaliyah just does a great job covering Isley Brothers songs, too. Very interesting tidbit. Yeah. Other song that I like on there would have to be... Uh, yeah. Ooh, you need to get up, get out and get something mm-hmm. Don't let the days of your life pass by yeah. I, I love anything Outkast So I, I, I have to shout they the niggas out every chance I get I love Outkast They had a lot
1: of CeeLo playing too, man CeeLo was they that dude Because he, make,
0: he makes that vibe yeah. all, all of the music that was in that movie Kind of had like a singy type vibe And mm-hmm. CeeLo is, is Atlanta He is the
1: culture he is the fucking culture man Speaking of the culture We also gotta We gotta point out All the cameos That was in this bad boy We had a lot of uh, ATL I legends I Monaco was in there Bone we Crusher
0: was in there
1: Bone Crusher We had Big Gip mm-hmm. Gip was in there Um so many people i forget big boys homeboy big boy homeboy he's always hanging out with um he was one of the customers that was in the car um that he was selling the weed to when he was doing like the yeah man i need something i need you know he said hey bro i don't know what you be saying that's one of big boys homeboys (laughs) he does some of the skits on the outcast too. he's in a lot of the movies that outcast does too um who else is in this movie so many people uh just so many icons and legends in the movie Killer Mike, Big Boy. Oh, jeez, it's just a very ATL movie, man.
0: But yeah, man, a movie that encompassed us, whether you like it or not, man, It's one of the movies now. I feel like they play it so much that we just our opinions may change on it sometimes. I can't wait till we do Baby Boy. Oh has my it, God! Oh no, man! Has it I, for some people? Because now that like, okay. when I get older certain movies just don't do it for me anymore because like i may i may dissect it too much like there are certain parts of atl that i'm kind of like All that's right. <laughs>
1: see that's 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 when shit gets scary but bro. i'm not you mad, mad it's still
0: it's still a blast it's still a blast it's, you know it's, a class, it's a bro, it
1: enjoyable i think i enjoyed it more this time around than i ever enjoyed it. and now especially during this podcast i am looking at movies
0: even even more different than i was looking at movies because i was already dissecting movies but now i'm i have to dissecting even more because i had to come in here and talk about it so atl yeah. man a classic a classic. real one
1: mm-hmm. that
0: encompasses everything that we are
1: yeah.
0: that encompasses our culture atlanta man
1: yeah. i love ATL, I, I love, ATL, us. I love ATL, us if you don't
0: already know i love us so, ATL.
1: okay
0: ah, second episode of classic man mm-hmm. i am happy i'm good i'm thrilled. I'm overjoyed, man. I love doing this. You got anything to add?
1: No, man. I'm just, uh, man. We really, what we, what I think, what we should do is open it up to the people, man, and see, you know, kind of ask them what kind of movies they want us to talk about, and if they got oh, some. Oh, We, we need to do that, bro. We I'm just, ready for we it. We should do that, bro.
0: Let us know, man. Email us. Now nah, I can, I can, I can
1: go ahead and email
0: us at wimbstudios at gmail.com, and let us know what movies you want us to review. Classics only, black classics, and this can be in a uh, film, you know, movies as well as television. So, um, hit us up and let us know what you want to see, review, you, what you want to hear, review, and we'll get that done. So, second episode of Classic ATM, hey, boy. And I love doing this. What's in my bag? We can keep, we gonna keep doing this. So, mm-hmm. we out of here. I'm ready to go.
1: God, i to tell you. I think about when I lost half of my leg. I think about the creek that left 40,000